Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. New numbers coming in, and it is not looking good for the office of the president-elect. Joe Biden, of course, has a really nice blue background with office of president-elect that they did today. And don't worry, everybody carried the press conference in its entirety on TV because they all love Joe Biden and want to make sure that he wins the election. Meanwhile... The media has come up with this new obsession, and it's an obsession that they're not going to cover the Trump campaign unless the Trump campaign gives proof of voter fraud, election fraud. The problem is every time they do a damn press conference to talk about voter fraud and election fraud, they won't cover the press conference. This includes CNN that went away from it yesterday. And then they say, well, we're not going to air this because... They're not giving us proof, even though that's what they're actually doing at that exact moment. Now, I'm going to give you the numbers of where we are in this election and why it's looking even better and better for the president in just a moment. Also, uh, the Democrats are losing their minds right now because of what just happened in North Carolina, a race that they have demanded that all the votes be counted before a winner was called. Nice logic. Maybe we should apply that to the rest of the country, you scumbags. Cal Cunningham has conceded, that's the Democrat, Tom, to Tom Tillis in North Carolina Senate race. Yeah, the Democratic candidate finally conceded a week after the election to incumbent Senator Tom Tillis. 
Now, the Democrats wanted to make sure that we had integrity in the election. They wanted to make sure that all of the votes were counted. Again, why not apply this logic to the rest of the country, you scumbags in the media? Now, what Tillis's win means is Republicans now take the lead in the battle for the Senate. The GOP now has 49 seats. The Democrats have 48. There are only three seats that are left. Alaska, where for some reason in a really small state, with not a lot of people, they can't count votes a week later. However, Donald Trump is up big in Alaska, but we haven't called that state for him yet because they still only have like 64% of the vote in Alaska because apparently they have no idea how to count there. I'll move on from that one and deal with it in a moment. Let's deal with the other place, Georgia. Georgia, there will be two runoff elections in January. Republicans are angling for at least two of those, including Alaska, to keep control of the Senate. Now, what the Democrats just did is they showed you their hypocrisy. In North Carolina, they wanted all the votes to be counted because it was a tight race. And most importantly, they needed all the votes to be counted because they were behind. They were hoping that they would be able to catch up. Tillis had 48.72% of the vote compared to Democratic candidate Cal Cunningham's 46.95%, with nearly 100% of the precincts reporting. They finally decided to concede the Democrats there. So the next time you see these scumbags in the media tell you that Donald Trump needs to accept this and the crazy Trump supporters need to accept the outcome of the election, just remind them that it took a week to decide who the senator was in North Carolina. And there wasn't a single Democrat complaining or witching, I said witching, about it taking an entire week to figure out who won there. So just stick that in your pipe and smoke it on the left for a moment and shut up. You guys have no problem with, quote, vote integrity and counting votes when you're behind in a state like North Carolina. And we had no problem, by the way, with taking the time needed to make sure that the vote was accurate before someone was called the winner. You didn't see any Republicans out there demanding that the Republican, Tom Tillis, be declared the winner when there were still significant number of votes left to be counted in a tight race. We let the we let the system do its thing. We let it play out. Now, this is great news on two fronts. One, you can say screw you to the left when they start complaining about, quote, us not accepting the results and remind them of this race. And two, a Republican just picked up and we, we kept this seat in the Senate. This is massive. I cannot tell you how big this actually is. Which brings me to something else that is incredibly scary about what just happened with the Joe Biden, president of the United States of America, elect and his blue background today that all the media covered like, oh, here he is, the great Joe Biden. He is going to be the president. We have a beautiful backdrop to prove it. One of the things the Biden campaign is trying to do right now is they're trying to convince you that he's the president. And when you're trying to convince people that you're the president, even though you're not, what you do is you do things that make you seem presidential. One of those things is to come out there and say, I'm going to fix all your problems with COVID. Everything with COVID is going to be fixed. 
I'm going to figure out everything that Joe Biden can do to save your life. I'm going to give you the best medical experts on my team that I've just announced, and I've just decided to put them on my team. You want to know who's on the team? A guy that should scare the hell out of all of you, especially if you're getting close to the age of 75. Let me also give you some ages real quick that you might want to know. Joe Biden's 77. Nancy Pelosi is 80. And Bernie Sanders is 79. So the entire leadership of the Democratic Party is old. They're old. How old is Chuck Schumer, you may ask? He's the guy in the Senate. He's actually a little bit younger. He's just almost 70. So you got Pelosi at 80. You got Biden at 77. And you got this Schumer guy who's almost 70 in a few days. And you got a guy that Joe Biden has said needs to be trusted to protect you from COVID on his Coronavirus Advisory Council. Let me tell you about Ezekiel Emanuel. This guy should scare the hell out of you. He's an oncologist and a so-called bioethicist who has argued that after the age of 75, you are nothing but a worthless drag on society. He's pretty much a guy that is anti-life after the age of 75. How much does he believe this? He went on record in the Atlantic a few years ago declaring that life is, quote, not worth living after 75. He even wrote an article titled, Why I Hope I Die at 75. Emmanuel laid out his arguments that society and families and you, if you're 75, will ultimately be better off if nature takes its course swiftly and promptly by the time you turn 75. This bioethicist and doctor who's going to be advising Joe Biden on America's response to COVID-19, like who gets the, you know, medicine, who gets the medicine that could save your life, when they're divvying out who actually just gets the incredible drugs that could save you and protect you, a vaccine from COVID-19, this is the guy that will be advising on who we give it to. He has drawn the line in the sand saying after 75 you pretty much shouldn't exist. Yeah, he's decided that he, as a bioethicist, as a doctor, should tell you when you pretty much are a drag on all of us. Quote, a simple truth that many of us seem to resist, living too, living too long is also a loss. It renders many of us, if not disabled, then faltering and declining a state that may not be worse than death, but is nonetheless deprived. It robs us of our creativity and ability to contribute to work, society, the world. It transforms how people experience us, relate to us, and most importantly, remember us. We are no longer remembered as vibrant and engaging, but as feeble, ineffectual, and even pathetic the doctor writes, by the time I reach 75, the doctor says, it's the guy who's going to be deciding who gets the vaccine, how we're going to disperse it, and who's important with the COVID-19 response under Joe Biden. He writes, by the time I reach 75, I will have lived a complete life. 
He says it's over at 75. The doctor continues by saying, I will have loved, I will have been, have loved and been loved. My children will be grown and in the midst of their own rich lives. I will have seen my grandchildren born. Apparently that's enough. And beginning their lives. I don't need to see them do anything else like play t-ball. I will have pursued my life's projects and made whatever contributions, important or not, I'm going to make. And hopefully I will not have too many mental and physical limitations. Dying at 75 will not be a tragedy, the doctor writes. If you aren't horrified yet, this guy then goes into detail about what sorts of medical care he thinks we should and should not get after the age of 75. This is the guy who's advising Joe Biden on COVID-19 and who should get the vaccine. A guy that says Joe Biden really shouldn't be alive. Mitch McConnell shouldn't be alive. Nancy Pelosi shouldn't be alive. Bernie Sanders shouldn't be alive. And none of these people should be getting certain types of medical care because they're just too old. This is who Joe Biden just put in charge of COVID-19 response in America because he's, quote, president-elect and the media has told you the election's over, which, by the way, it is not. You want to know what Kerry thinks you shouldn't get? I'm going to tell you that in just a moment. But first, I want to say thank you to our incredible sponsor of the show. And that is the number one conservative organization in the country who is actually fighting to make sure that your voice and your vote is not canceled out by illegal ballots and illegal votes in this country right now. If you have not joined the number one conservative organization in the country called AMAC, I want you to do it right now. I'm going to give you a membership for free. On top of that, I'm going to give you the AMAC magazine, the number one conservative magazine in the country. I'm one of the columnists in the magazine as well. And you're going to hear from incredible political conservative minds about what's going on in this country every month. You'll get the magazine for free. Most importantly, you'll be joining 2.3 million other conservatives as we unite together to have a louder voice in Washington and around the country. Right now, AMAC is making sure that your vote is counted, that your vote is not canceled out by a vote that should never have been counted, an illegal ballot. They're fighting for the integrity of everyone's vote. If you've not joined AMAC, do it now and try it for one year for free. No credit card needed. This is a genuine free membership. All you got to do is go to benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com. www.benfreeonline.com. So the guy who's got a blue background that says president-elect of the United States of America, Joe Biden, has appointed a doctor to the COVID-19 pandemic board that has said no one should live over the age of 75. You might want to, like, check before you give people jobs, Joe, because if you use his logic, Nancy Pelosi wouldn't be alive. She's 80. Joe Biden, you wouldn't be alive because you're 77, 78. And also there's several other Democrats like Bernie Sanders that also wouldn't be alive. The guy who's going to be deciding how we distribute the COVID-19 vaccine and who gets it and who doesn't, 
because there's not going to be enough for all of us at the beginning. Also has talked about what you should and shouldn't get in detail after you get to the age of 75. Give you some examples. These are his words, not mine. Dr. Emanuel says this. What about simple stuff? This is going to relate, by the way, to COVID-19, so pay attention. Flu shots are out, certainly if there were to be a flu pandemic. A younger person who is yet to live a complete life ought to get the vaccine or any antiviral drugs. A big challenge is antibiotics for pneumonia or skin or urinary infections. Antibiotics are cheap and largely effective in curing infections, the doctor writes. It is really hard to set, hard for us to say no. This guy is thinking that you might not even be able to get antibiotics, but it's hard for us to say no. Back to his exact words. Indeed, even people who are sure they don't want life-extending treatments find it hard to refuse antibiotics. But, but as Osler reminds us, unlike the decays associated with chronic conditions, death from these infections is quick and relatively painless. So no to antibiotics. This is the dude that has just been put on Joe Biden's COVID-19 pandemic board, folks, who is literally using the example of the flu. If there was a flu pandemic, which certainly COVID-19 would fit under that pandemic example, saying a younger person who is yet to live a complete life should get the vaccine or any antiviral drugs and older people should not. He even says older people shouldn't get antibiotics. So let me just recap this for you. Joe Biden's coronavirus advisor does not think life is worth living at the age of 75. Yet Joe Biden is the president-elect, in his words, at 77. Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, she's 80. Bernie Sanders is 79. This guy who Joe Biden is getting advice from does not see the death of someone at 75 or over to even be tragic and does not think that people that age should be accepting flu shots or even antibiotics. Yeah, this is concerning, folks. It's concerning to say the least because a virus has especially decimated the 75-plus age demographic in America. You might argue that there's a serious conflict of interest in a man advising the president on how to deal with a disease that mostly kills the elderly while personally believing that the elderly should just die anyway, and it's no great tragedy when they do die. The conflict is all the more troublesome when you remember that Joe Biden himself, again, is 77. It is crazy to think that you have a president getting advice from someone who thinks it's probably better if he were dead. None of this is a surprise coming from a guy who describes himself as a bioethicist. Professional ethicists of all types these days are often hamstrung by their own inability to see the inherent value and even the dignity of human life. Now, the whole point of ethics in theory, is to develop a moral system or code to govern our behavior and interactions 
with one another. But the most fundamental principle which ought to govern our behavior towards others is our recognition of their inherent value and their human dignity, which clearly this guy says, after 75, we don't give a crap about you. This is who Biden's put in charge. You look at what this man has said and written. He didn't say this in private. We got like a secret recording. This man wrote papers in public. This man put this stuff out there as an ethicist to say, you pretty much get 75 years, and after that, we shouldn't give you anything. This, by the way, is the stuff that you would find in Germany back in the day. You would think, not in America. This is what you're going to get from the Democratic Party. This is what you're going to get from a, quote, I'm Joe Biden, president-elect of the United States of America. You remember when we talked about the worries with Obamacare and government health care, that there would be death panels that decide when you get life-saving care and when you should just expire, and people said we were crazy? That's exactly what this guy's arguing for. This is exactly what I warned you about with the Democratic Party. Joe Biden just put this guy on the board of the COVID-19 response. You know, there's people that said and referred to the Democratic Party with Obamacare as the party of death. People say that's extreme. You can't say that. You can't put that on social media. Well, don't forget, this is the same party that cheers for the mass slaughter of 60 million human children through abortion and says it's their inherent right to continue to do it. These are not people who see the destruction of innocent lives as universally wrong or immoral or even undesirable. So now they're threatening the elderly in this country with the possibility that they might take over our national pandemic response. And we know which direction they're going to go. They're going to go in the direction of saying, all of this, you're older, you don't get it. I want to go back to his own words real quick. And I want you to really think about why counting the votes matters so much. You have a vote count that is tightened in Georgia, a vote count that is, that is tightened to the point that Real Clear Politics has pulled it back, Pennsylvania, for Joe Biden. A vote count that is tightened in Arizona to the point where I, I truly believe that Donald Trump is going to win Arizona. Every vote matters. Every vote counts. You want to know why I'm fighting for the integrity of this vote? Because I do not want a guy to be in charge of the COVID-19 response that writes in his own words, quote, what about the simple stuff? For people over the age of 75, flu shots are out, he said. Certainly, if there were to be a flu pandemic, clearly COVID-19 falls under this example. This doctor who is on the board of Joe Biden's team with COVID-19 says a younger person who has yet to live a complete life ought to get the vaccine or any antiviral drugs. He says a big challenge is antibiotics for pneumonia or skin and urinary infections. Antibiotics are cheap and largely effective in curing infections, he writes. It is really hard for us to say no. This doctor says, indeed, even people who are sure they don't want life-extending treatments 
find it hard to refuse antibiotics. But, as Osler reminds us, unlike the decays associated with chronic conditions, death from these infections is quick and relatively painless. So no to antibiotics. When I think of a madman, this is what I think of. Somebody that believes that they are God and that they are somehow so smart that they should decide when I live or when I should die. So smart that they believe that they know when I should live or when I should die. If you apply what this doctor has said to Joe Biden, if Joe Biden gets COVID-19, he deserves to get nothing. When Donald Trump got COVID, he deserves to get nothing. No treatment, no antibiotics, no vaccine, no experimental drugs. When your elderly loved ones get some sort of disease, and there might be an actual cure out there or a, or a clinical trial, he says, don't waste it on them. Hell, don't even give them basic antibiotics for pneumonia or skin or urinary infections. This is a guy who says that we are not vibrant and engaged when we're older. We're feeble. He describes you as ineffective and even pathetic. He says when he reaches 75, he will live a complete life. Nothing else after that is, says by the time you're 75, you've loved and been loved. You're done. Die. Your children are grown. Therefore, you can die in the midst of their own rich lives, so you're just a pest to them. He says, once you've seen your grandchildren born and begin their lives, you need to die. After the age of 75, there are no life projects that really you can do or contribute to. Again, Joe Biden, 77, the guy who you're saying should be no longer with us, is the guy who just became, in his words, the president-elect of the United States of America. Dying at 75, he says, will not be a tragedy. He says, I'm not going to have too many mental or physical limitations. This is Ezekiel Emanuel, the oncologist, the bioethicist, who has joined a small select group of experts sitting on Joe Biden's COVID-19 advisory board. And you want to know why I want to count every damn vote? Because this guy scares the hell out of me more than Joe Biden. I want to make it very clear. I don't believe that your life's over at 75, and I don't believe a doctor should decide who gets these drugs. Call me old-fashioned. This is a psychotic individual who's now going to be wielding, wielding an unbelievable amount of power over who lives and who dies with a vaccine, because we know that when the vaccine comes out, Operation Warp Speed, that Donald Trump should be credited with, there will be not enough for all of us, especially not the rest of the world, to get it right away. Should elderly people get it? I believe they should. Clearly, the Biden team says no. And I'll leave it at that. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. 
This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.